The first time you pass through the quantum well, it can mess with your head a bit. You just passed through an interdimensional portal, so you may be wondering where you're at. Go ahead and sit down and welcome to the Quantum Hops Brewery. I'm Nate, and I'm the proprietor of this fine establishment here. I built this place above that quantum well over there, and as a result, I'm able to obtain all sorts of ingredients from all sorts of different dimensions. On top of that, we never know what our next customer is going to be like. Will it be a fierce warrior from Faerun, or a lone warforge from Eberron? How about a paladin from the Brotherhood of Steel? Why, <laughs> we even had a Klingon once from the Narva. Now that I think about it, I had to do some remodeling after that one. Look, don't worry about coin. We don't charge money around here. I just want to know your story. Where do you come from and what's your quest? How did you find the Quantum Well and what brought you to it? So go ahead, grab a seat by the bar and I'll be by in a moment. We've only got one rule around here and that's don't spill your beer. Other than that, drink up. Have fun, and welcome to the Quantum Hops Brewery. Lawrence, uh, get, get back, back up. No, no, don't touch that. Lawrence. Okay, okay, that's fine. And, uh, Vic, did you put the, okay, you got it. Good, good, good. Um, all right, all right, let, let's go, let's go. Okay. Oh, 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 I don't think that's supposed to do that. That doesn't look like a normal teleportation circle or a summon familiar spell. And it's, oh, oh, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. This is starting to feel like the time I banished myself. Oh God. Oh, okay. Oh. Lawrence? Oh. There you are. There you are, Lawrence. Uh, uh, hey. First time? Uh, Your first time here? Yes. All right, come on in. Welcome. This uh, there's actually a seat right here for first time guests. Come uh, on down. Okay. Where is here? Yes. 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 See, we exist outside of time and space, and you just pass through an interdimensional. Well, it's called the interdimensional well, but it's technically a portal. Oh my god, it worked. It totally worked. I'm gonna have to tell Bic when I get back. However I get back, I can just banish myself home. Oh my god, it worked! <gasps> I'm so excited. We've been trying to get this work for ages. Okay, so we were thinking, you know, you, you know how teleportation magic works? It's, totally. I got, a, I got a bunch of knobs and levers right here that I can send you anywhere when, when you do want to go. Oh, no, that's cool. I have no idea how that works, but I'm going to ask you a lot of questions about that later. Oh, of course. Anyway, so, so like, you, you know, teleportation magic can totally. just send you places. Yeah. Well, I never thought about using it to send to another plane before, but I was thinking, you know, how banishment, you can send things back to their home planes, mm -hmm. and with mm -hmm. the Find Familiar spell, you can bring things to you, and then they stay on your plane. So we were thinking if we somehow combined the magic, we could maybe travel to another plane, but not for, like, the limited time, and I'm sorry, I'm babbling. No, by all means, here. Go ahead and take that while while you're while you're babbling. Oh, Keep going. lovely, lovely. Thank you. Uh, what what kind is this? So that's actually called an amber ale. It comes from this place called the Grainwar Peninsula. This dude with amber eyes uh, helped me make it. It's a real, really interesting story. Peninsula sounds familiar. Is it anywhere near Dimedale? You know, its interdimensional coordinates are one Z Bravo Puppy Zulu. So I don't know where that other one is, though. Well, I, d I don't, I don't uh, do, like, coordinates. It's more by feel, and 
everybody does magic so differently. It's fascinating. I want to study all of it. <laughs> it's so cool. Anyway, it's very this, this is delightful. It, Thank it's, you. It tastes a, 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 like some of the things we get from the Watts Hermitage to sell in our tavern. Mm-hmm. It's, it's delightful. It's very good. I worked, I worked pretty hard on it. I'm pretty proud of this one, actually. If you ever think about exporting, well, I know a tavern in Bordeaux who'd be very interested. Mm, we we uh, we pride ourselves on being a little bit of an exclusive club. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Well, we've got the market on fire whiskey. I guess you've got the market on amber ales. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we welcome all customers, but you got to figure out how to get here. I'm definitely coming back. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. And and just so you know, like I said, that seat's for first time only. So next time you come back, you can sit anywhere except here. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I follow. <laughs> but yeah, no, like I said, I got this from a place... Wait a Rowdy customers. <laughs> they're, they're... You know, as I said, we got people from all over. Lots of different species, races, and genders, but... Just like most taverns, we got our tavern dogs. Oh yeah, that makes no, Lawrence. I don't like them. I know, Lawrence. It's fine. It's fine, Lawrence. I want sausage or bacon. Oh, oh. Uh, do you have anything for my familiar here? Um, yeah, sure. Give me one second here. I gotta open the. I gotta open this portal here. Oh yeah. Oh, hey, so get out of the way. Out of the way, Gary. Gary, sit. I'm just grabbing the bacon. Good boy. Okay. Uh, yeah, let me... I'll just uh, throw this down here into the into the uh, fire dimension for a second. Oh, perfect, perfect. Lawrence, like any cat, loves bacon. Mm, it's... I love bacon myself, and I'm not a cat, but it is quite good. And oh, look, there you go. I'm not a cat. I'm a displacer beast. Ooh, bacon. Yes, yes, I know. There, there you go, Lawrence. There, yes, yes, that's for you. You you look like a cat. You sound like a cat. Oh, And you uh, know what they say about ducks. <laughs> uh, Lawrence is a displacer beast cub. Oh, okay, okay. Come, well, I get it. I get well, it. That, that's what he took the form of. He's, uh, I summoned him from another plane. <laughs> mm, okay, okay. He helps me out with magic. He's a very useful friend. And so, loves bacon. Bacon is quite good. So oh, yeah. you summon it. So how does your magic work? You're talking about all this. You know, like I said, I got levers and knobs to send it to wherever. But how, so you don't have levers and knobs? You that, have a beast to help you? Oh, yes. Well, I use my magic to summon him. So I have a spell book where I write all my spells down. But um, as a wizard, I just have them memorized. And I could use components to help me uh, summon things like... Uh, for Witch Bolt, I use like a twig from a tree that's been struck by lightning, and then I use that, and find. I use some. You'd think, but it's easier than you'd think, honestly. <laughs> but for the most part, I just channel it through my focus, and I, I use like specific words for the spells, and those are a bit of a trade secret. You'd have to go to school for it. Mm. Um, and you know, more of a self-taught. Oh, I wasn't self-taught. I had some of the best schooling you can get in the capital. Oh, jeez. <laughs> So, 
but you know, there's only so far that in-school teaching can can take you. And mm-hmm. I wanted to go out and see the world, so I left home against my parents' wishes. But that's fine. And went out to see the world and go adventuring. Fell in with some mercenaries, and it's been great since then. Oh, really? So you're you're a mercenary band? Oh yes. Oh, got so, it. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm Thea from the Devils of Vardo. Hi, Thea. I'm Nick. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. I suppose I'm... I should have started with introductions. I'm so bad at that. My friend Shania would scold me. Uh, you know what? We don't we don't judge around here. Everyone's totally different, and you know, every now and then we get different like customs and from different worlds and different dimensions. And yeah, it is a bar. Have to fight. Have to break up a fight every now and then. Oh, I, it happens. I understand that. We get the occasional fight in our tavern, mm-hmm. and you know, when things get really bad, Leon just calls for Clegane, his horse, and to break things up real fast. And sometimes the wall. Yes, Clegane is a. Oh, he's a. He's a battle train Clydesdale. He's he's got a nasty temper. You do not want to cross him. In a bar? Well, his stable okay, so our tavern is right next to our guild hall. And oh, okay. you know, we, we keep Clegane in the stables there. And when things get too intense, well Leon can just whistle and in bust Clegane through the wall. Oh. Do you know how many times we've had to mend the wall? I could take a guess. <sighs> With how many fights I have here, I could take a guess there. The worst was when the tiefling was trying to kill us on Shanira's wedding day. Oof, that's that's another story, though. <laughs> see, it's much easier for me. So, like, see that guy over there? Ah, oh, yes. That's Georgie. He he gets on my nerves every now and then. Georgie, hey, say hi to the wife for me. And I push this button. And he's gone! It's much easier for me. Oh, wow. I have to learn how to do that. It's a lot of math. I think I can learn that. <laughs> I was, uh, well, I, I know math, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I think I, I, think I can learn yeah. math-based magic. I Sounds understand what fascinating. You're There's actually, I was surprised the amount of math I had to learn to do to even, one, to brew beer, but two, to brew all, to figure out all this stuff. There's a lot of math. So is it kind of like artificing? Because I never really got into artificing. Sure. You know, enchanting items to be magical, so they do a thing? Oh, uh, maybe, I don't know. I... So it, there's a lot of crystals and light waves and, like I said, numbers and frequencies. Interesting. Do you know what a radio is? No. Think of it like a radio when you learn what that is. What does a radio do? You turn a knob and it plays music. Music. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a... a little box. Box. So, kind of like when Shanira plays her lute? Yes, yes, kind of like that, kind of like that. Okay. But imagine like imagine like a like a stone, like a um like a sending stone. Think like a sending stone. Oh, like our rocky talkies. Sure. Yes. Ooh, does it that takes, work? Here? It takes that. Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> it takes that, but it doesn't send it out right away. It actually takes it and makes like a permanent copy of it, and then you can send it out infinitely. I mean, you have to pay for royalties, but then now you're getting into into trademark law and all sorts of stuff. Is that like copyright law? Yeah. yeah. Okay. TM, okay. TM, TM. Okay. Okay. I may I may actually not be able to say TM, TM, TM. That may actually be TM. I'm gonna have to ask I'm gonna have to ask Jackson about that next time he's in. Who's Jackson? Uh, he was another guest. You'll you'll probably meet him sometime. We're trying to get a uh, actually a like a boxing match back here between Jackson and a couple other people. Oh, that would be delightful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, 
the house always wins when it comes to gambling, and that's I am true. the house. Oh, I mean, fair, fair. <laughs> yes, no, this this ale is delightful. I'm glad you like it. I'm definitely going to have to bring some of my members back with me. I think they'll love it. Well, hey, you know what? The more customers, the better. But we don't actually take money here. Oh? So one thing, obviously your first time, you don't know this yet, but everyone else does. We, Since we exist outside of time and space, I don't really have a need for money out here. Interesting. So then how do people pay for their beer? How do you pay for the supplies then? Well, people bring them to me because they love me so much and they like coming to this place. Huh. And so that's one way you can pay for your beer is just is bringing me supplies and stuff like that. A bottle system makes sense. Right. But the first time person, you have to get up on that stage there, take that mic there, and regale the crowd with a story. Oh. Oh no no no! That's that's more Shania's thing. She's she's the bard. She's much better at telling stories. Or Leon, he can bullshit for days. But see, the problem is they're not here. Oh fuck! And you are about halfway done with that beer, so I need at least half of a story. All right, all right. I can't. I can't promise it'll be good. As long as it keeps the customers happy or entertained, I don't care. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm so bad at this. Okay, well, what should I ever do? Charm everyone. Oh, I'm bad at that. Ah, it'll be fine. <laughs> All right, Lawrence, are you coming with me? I'm not done with my bacon. When you're done with your bacon? He, he's a little feisty Maybe. guy. He is. I love him dearly, though. He's a delight and has helped me beat many, many an enemy. Sound, sounds like a cat. Oh, yes. Mm, okay. <laughs> I'm a displacer beast. Said the cat. Shh. He's, he's, let me cover his ears for a second. He's a little bit touchy about that. It's fine. He's very haughty. Oh, I'm going to have so much fun po poking those buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but I will warn you, he does bite sometimes. I I accept the risk. Love you, Lawrence. Oh. I don't hate you. <laughs> don't touch me. T tell the human creature thing. What is he? He smells weird. Tell him not to touch me. Okay, okay, I'll tell him that. He says not to touch him. Touch him. Got it. <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, how, how does this work? Is this more of your technology magic? Yes. Yeah, it's, you just, if you want to tap it or whatever, you can hear the feedback. You hear that? Yep, it's working. Yep. Uh, okay. Um, hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Thea from the Devils of Ardo. I don't know if you've heard of us. It's weird to be in a place where uh, we haven't been heard of. Um, you have now. <laughs> She's not wrong. <laughs> right, we're, well, we're a mercenary company. Well, I'm one member of the mercenary company. Mostly what we do is try and keep Vardo safe and sometimes save the world when we're paid for it. We're very good at that. We've done it several times now. Oh, but let me see. What's a good story to tell you? I suppose I could tell you how we all met and got together, but that's a very short story. So, 
Oh, oh, I've got it. Our first big mission when we were hired to rescue the former Archmage, uh, Kirk. Numero Kirk. Uh, he was a delightful fellow, but, um, so he went missing and it was a few, it was like a couple weeks before anyone realized he was actually missing and not just off on one of his random wanderings to find new magic things, as you know, Archmages are prone to do and any mage of a high level. He was very good at finding new magic, but I, I digress, I digress. So he's he was missing for a while. And when, you know, the Mage Guild finally figured out that he was just gone, like without a trace, like where did he go? No one could find him with any divining spells or anything, which is unusual unless someone's on a different plane. So we're just like, what the heck? What's going on? So, so they're all freaking out about this. And then word gets back to the Arcane Senate. Oh, I suppose I should explain that uh, the country of Demore is run by obviously the king. And then there are two um, magic uh uh, bodies. Uh, there's the Arcane Senate and the Mages Guild, and they, um, they're, they're the two schools of magic and the two thoughts of magic, and they, they, their heads help, help advise the king and help run the country. Anyway, that's the important backstory for that. I went off on a tangent again, my apologies. So, so the Arcane Senate got word of it, and they sent their represent, representatives down to the Mages Guild, um, which, oh, I suppose I should explain what the, who the Archmage is. He's the head of both the Arcane Senate and the Mages Guild, so he's like one of the top advisors to the king. Like, what he says goes when it comes to magic, which is highly regulated where I come from. We're working on some re reforms for that, but I digress again. Right, so, uh, so they came and they're talking about what to do and they're going, oh, well, if he's gone, should we presume him dead? Should we have a vote for a new Archmage? And, oh, there's a power struggle involved in that and I won't bore you with the politics. That's a different kind of story. No, we are here for a story of action and adventure. So Leon, he's the uh, the leader of our particular band of mercenaries. He waltzes in there, bold as brass as only Leon can, and just slaps a paper down on the table in front of every one important in magic and says we will find the archmage for you for this price it being the highest number he could think of which actually disappointed our accountant oz he's a goblin and he's amazing at accounting let me tell you but i believe he asked for one million gold pieces which is quite a lot to me and to everyone else but oz is just like you could have come up with more <laughs> uh, you know uh, but you know what? They agreed to let us try. So off we go and we have to figure out, well, first we went into a study to figure out what he was researching, where he could have gone. And that's when we figured out that we were pretty sure he went to Timbria. And Timbria is an interesting place, one I would not recommend visiting. See, it's a land where all of the magic has been sucked out of it. So anything like magical, like magical creatures like earth elementals, all of the magic has been pulled out of them, so when I was there, I actually saw one just frozen in the ground, because it was... The draining of the magic drained it of its very life. It was... awful and haunting, and I still occasionally have nightmares about that, but tapping into magic in this place is, is difficult. You have to, like reach further than you've ever reached before and in sometimes it still doesn't work and it's not a pleasant place to put it lightly but 
So we think he was there researching how how to help the, that country recover and to figure out how to help the people who were forced to live there. Uh, and so so we, we, we traveled there going through many, many a, an escapade, including fighting a kraken. It's okay the boat didn't sink. <laughs> so everything's fine. And voice stealing bugs. But we got out of that one all right, too. So anyway... So, so when we actually get to Timbria, which finding the pass into it is difficult because, you know, you don't just walk into Timbria. I wouldn't recommend it. So, so we finally get in there and, and you know, there, there are many hardships we have to face. We even had to fight a rock. Okay, we didn't fight the rock that time. We ran away from the rock. We're much more experienced now and have taken out two of them. But again, I digress. But after a long and harrowing journey, we finally find uh, this tower in there. And it's, it's uh, patrolled by, I believe it was like, seven displacer beasts, a quagoth, and I think there were two mind flares outside? It was a lot. Quite a lot. So, how we got in? It was wild. We... Honestly, we were far luckier than we should be. That's what everybody says back home. We are the devils who are far, far too lucky. Um, so we trapped the... We, we, we set up a bunch of, of, of spells to go off as they got closer because we were going to lure them to us rather than take them on all at once, right? It's a terrible idea to take on that many foes at once when there's only like five of you. So I, I set up some, some spells to slow them down and, and Shania set up some spells to slow them down and we send a couple party members down there to, to start drawing them towards us with like, okay... So I did a long range spell, and so did Shanira, and uh, we, we had a couple party members drawing them towards us, right? So as they're running, we're just like hitting them with long range attacks, and we actually managed to take out a couple of the displacer beasts when they're slowed in our difficult terrain. I forget which spell we used. I'll think of it later. Um, but uh, Zoe was the real hero. Oh, I forgot to mention Zoe. She's a scamp. So she's actually the former Archmage's adopted daughter. And she, she snuck along with us. She just followed us until we were too far gone from Vajo to send her back. <sighs> Ten-year-olds. Anyway. So she, she was the real MVP of this because she, she got one of the mind flares trapped in a portal and then had it falling down into another portal on the ground. So it was just in this endless loop of portals. And then when we got the Quagoth to come near, which we were also hitting with long range attacks, she managed to drop the mind flare straight onto the Quagoth so that it fell and the fall damage on when it fell and hit the Quagoth killed it instantly. Just like that. It was kind of beautiful. And the Quagoth took massive damage from that, and I managed to finish him off with a fireball before he got even close to us. So that was all of the Displacer Beasts and the Quagoth and one Mind Flayer taken out before they even reached our party. Because we made sure that the party members who went down to draw them to us had a good head start and we slowed them down, slowed the enemies down every step of the way so that, you know, they wouldn't catch up to our friends. Because you do not want a Quagoth to catch up to your friends. Have you ever seen a Quagoth? It's like a big silver gorilla creature. They're, they're terrifying. I don't recommend meeting one. 
kind of vicious. And it was like a pet to the mind flare. Anyway, so then one of the mind flares gets close. But I had recently learned a new spell by then. Um, it, it's um, Mordecai's private sanctum. And what it does is it stops planar travel, among many other things. So then the mind flare couldn't go back and forth between dimensions to like sneak up on us and avoid our attacks within like a few feet of us. So he did manage to hit Karn, and he went down, and Shanira, I have never seen her so angry. Well, she had just gotten engaged to Karn, and oh, that is another story I will have to tell. He proposed to her right before this battle. She's, look, she's, she's very smart and very pretty, but she did not realize he'd been flirting with her this whole time. Life of a mercenary, right? Propose to your not-girlfriend right before you might die? Anyway. So, so the Mind Flayer got close and managed to hit Khan and put him down. But then Shinaira just, oh god, if she w could rage, she was raging. And she took him out and Leon took him out and just, just the two of them just, just killed it on its feet. It was impressive. And Shanira is a talented healer, among, as well as being a talented musician and storyteller, and she could tell the story much better than I could, and did, in fact, many times. Uh, so they got Karn back up and going, and we were just like, okay, okay, we're doing okay, we can do this. Next comes the tower. So then we have to go into the tower, and there are a few spell traps around the along the way, including an entire room full of mimics. But Karn had a music box for that and put them right to sleep, so it was fine. <laughs> so we go up the tower stairs, and there we find one more mind flare in front of this giant glowing portal with, like, tendrils of, like, they kind of look like vines, kind of look like brains? Anyway, we think that the, 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 the mind flares are the ones who are pulling the magic from Tambria back into their own dimension through this portal. And I'm like, and so we're going, okay, so this is what the Archmage was looking into. So at this point, I'm out of, I'm basically clean out of magic. All I've got left are my cantrips, which is like, they're like nothing spells. Shanira's down to like nothing but one heal spell left, I think. And... And at that point, you know, we're, we're we're trying to fight this mind flare when there's uh, a corpse in the corner that we overlooked before, who the mind flare gets to stand up and go after us, and then Leon freaks out saying, "Don't hurt him! Don't 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 damage him in any way!" And we're all going, "Leon, what the heck?" Turns out the corpse was his adopted father. It was awful, which he didn't tell us until after we killed the Mind Flayer, which I had to use shocking grasp on a Mind Flayer. Just reach out and just like shock him with my fingers. It was wild. This was all before I had Lawrence here. Otherwise, you know, he would have been a lot of help in that battle, but um, so, so we're sitting there with Leon freaking out about, you know, his, his father, who he thought was alive and had gone off with, um, with the former Archmage is just there and we're just thinking, oh god, your father's dead, you just found that out, we don't know where the Archmage is, probably through this portal, when I remember that Zoe earlier found a, a pearl, which is, it's a spell pearl, right? And it holds like spell magic in it, so that it, it, it's basically a, a spell in stasis that you could use at any point in time and you don't have to be a mage to use it, which is the wild thing. And it was a, a pearl that, um, it was a reincarnation pearl, and don't tell anyone because the magic isn't exactly legal. But 
So, so we're able to actually bring his father back to life. Now, the trick with reincarnation magic is there's no guarantee they come back the way they were. But we're the devils who are far too luckier than who are far too lucky than we really should be. And lo and behold, his his dwarf father comes back as a dwarf, the same kind of dwarf too, which is good because could you imagine if he came back as an elf? I'd never hear the end of it. I still wouldn't hear the end of it. Anyway, so long story short, we go into the portal where we find a whole realm of mind flayers, including, oh. There's a Night Stalker we had to avoid. Don't fight a Night Stalker. Don't even go close anyway. So so we get there and we find the Archmage injured but still alive. We, this is getting a bit long. We managed to get him back back to Timbria and and back out of the magic, out, out of that. And there's, um, since the, the tower we're in, I forgot to mention, was the old Archmage Tower before Timbria turned into a land of lawless, magicless waste. And it still had an old teleportation circle in it, which he, even in his injured state, after a bit of, of healing from Shania, managed to teleport us all the way back to Vardo to the current mage tower. And that's how we rescued the Archmage. 